Hey everyone, I'm Andrea Ferretti, and this is episode 77 of Yoga Land. I've got a really fun and hopefully meaningful episode for you today, this week being Thanksgiving week here in the U.S., You know, it's a time where hopefully we are focused on gratitude and giving back. And so Gina has put together this great campaign with the hashtags, let's stay together. Thank you, Al Green. And another hashtag, yoga off the mat. So it's an eight week challenge with little things you can do every week to give back. And so without further ado, here is my talk with Gina. So Gina, I was so excited to see that you have... A special yoga off the mat little campaign that you're doing. I saw it on Facebook and I just wanted to talk to you about it today because I think it's really inspiring and it's just great little reminders for all of us to do good, to put good in the world, to fight the like sadness fatigue that we have about what's happened, all the things that happened in the world, (laughs) right? So I just want to know like what made you think of doing it and is this the first year you're doing it? How did you put it together? How did you come up with it? Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you're interested. And I'll tell you that I think the reason it came to me, I try to do something every holiday season that is SEVA or service related, but you already kind of brought up, I think, why I felt inspired to do this yoga off the mat, uh, let's stay together challenge this year. And it's really the sadness fatigue. And, And I think For some of us, it is a feeling of sadness. For some of us, it's anger and frustration. I started to think about the feelings that I was observing in myself and that I see, like this is one of the great things about social media is it gives us an ability to keep our finger on the pulse of uh, lots of people's emotions, which is helpful as a yoga teacher. So I'm seeing all this and I'm feeling like, man, these are emotions that make some of us want to run away and hide. And and honestly, that's part of that is just what I'm observing in myself, this kind of wanting to hunker down and curl up and like, in some ways, dissociate and pretend it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. That's not like a long term solution. And I fear that if we all started doing that, then we would have even bigger problems on our hands. I thought to myself, what I'd like to do is something that encourages us to connect. In other words, let's stay together. And the let's stay together really just came from my deep love for Al Green yeah, uh, and his so icon. Good. Let's that's stay so together. good. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. So Al was the one who gave me the inspiration. Al. Thanks, Al. Uh, and then what I did is I just thought to myself all the different ways to stay together and what does together mean and, and, and in fact, what does we mean? So I created this little challenge, like we see lots of asana related challenges. I always say that the asana we're doing on the mat is really only as good as its value to us off the mat in our lives. So I just made up this little graphic for the last eight weeks of the year called Yoga Off the Mat. And then I just, like I said, I named it the Let's Stay Together Challenge. And so each week from the first week of November to the last week of December, there's something that I consider to be pretty simple to do as an act of connection, of union, of yoga in our lives off the the sticky mat that range from these kind of random acts of kindness that I feel like are extra powerful right now. You know, I'm, I'm kind of going out of my way this morning. I was at the grocery store and I'm kind of going out of my way to have eye contact and ideally a smile, kind of an eyes and teeth moment with it. 
helpful as I can and not be concerned that they think I'm a lunatic. <laughs> so like, I think that right now, little things like that, and also some of the fun ones I came up with were, you know, like spontaneously buying someone's coffee or tea that's behind you in line or I something like that. that. That's great. It leaves a, a feeling like in yoga, we call it the shesha, like there's a residue of some of these acts that you're left with. And I feel like that residue may be like the balm that, that can help us heal in these times. So that, that was really inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few things that I want to say. The first is that looking at the list. So this week, like I'm, I'm a week late. All right. I didn't do, I didn't get last week, but I could do both of them this week. And this week is go to a place you love and pick up trash and recyclables. And then next week is reach out to someone you're grateful for and tell them why. And one of the things I really like about these is that you can absolutely do them with your kids. And, you know, I think as parents, when the holidays start to roll around, you know, Sophia has been making her Christmas list for like two months already. She's like all about me. But I, it's just like part of being a child. You, it's, it's actually normal in childhood to think the world revolves around you. But for parents, it can be quite an effort to explain gratitude to them and explain that, you know, really it makes you feel better if you help other people. It can be really, really hard to kind of pull them yeah. into that. So I think whether or not Sophia does this with me willingly if I can model these little things and and like talk her through them and show her the graphic and explain them to her, I think it's just a great little actionable way to get them involved in in that holiday spirit. Even though I don't have kids, I did think of that. Like I wanted the things to be, I was vision in my mind. I had this vision of just someone exactly like you and Jason that was like, hey, this is the week that we're making cookies that we're going to bring to someone or mail to someone. And like you said, like show the graphic and present it as a challenge. Yeah. And then maybe even they get a sticker at the end of each week, you know, yeah. something small to indicate. Hey. And then the reaching out to someone you're grateful for and tell them why, you know, as a, a little kid, I think that would be so sweet where they could write a note to someone that's important to yeah. them. Like always and the I, grandparents. It'll say so- they love the grandparents so much. So that is a really nice. Yeah. And maybe like their teacher mm-hmm. or a friend that they have or something. So yeah, even though I don't have kids, I thought, hey, these would all be some way to model the kind of behavior you would hope they might show as adults. Yeah. And I have a theory that like my brother was raised completely in the era of recycling where I was not. So I had to learn those things as an adult where my brother like it never occurred to him to throw away like an aluminum can. Yeah. And so that's kind of like to your point. If they start out at Sophia's age thinking like, this is what we do for the last eight weeks of the year, you know? Yeah. They'll never think of twice. And that just reminded me of like, remember in the 70s, people used to actually throw the cans out the car window? Remember how horrible that was? Yeah. Yeah. Or like, you know, you get like a McDonald's bag and just chuck the whole thing out the window. Yeah, I do. Jason and I thought of, we remembered that the other day because I can remember when I was four years old. Being in the backseat of my parents' car and seeing a sign and saying, what does that sign say? And my parents said, it says, don't be a litter bug. And I was like, well, it's a litter bug. Yeah. And and so I think I was with a babysitter or something and she threw a cigarette butt out the window and I was like, you're a litter oh, yeah. bug. You know, anyway, it's such a sidetrack <laughs> moment, but I'm just, it's just so, it's, it's yeah. just, it just shows that we can actually evolve. We can move forward in certain yes. ways. It can feel like two steps forward, two steps back, but 
there are ways that we change. The yeah. other thing that I wanted to say that I, you know, just really like about it is that I think for me, um, and for some reason, the last few days, like the pervasive feeling I am feeling about things is, is, is sadness. That's like probably why that word came to mind. Mm-hmm. It's just like this sadness of how disconnected people are feeling from each other and from animals. And so it's just a really nice, small way to sort of be the change. Like you're saying, you're smiling people, yeah. smiling at people at the grocery store. Like we all know that really those local immediate one-on-one connections are the things that have the biggest ripple effect in the world. At least that's what I hope. So this yeah. is just a really nice, simple reminder that I feel like when we do these things, we'll feel, we'll feel good about what we're contributing and then we'll, we'll feel good internally too. You get something back from it too. Yeah, absolutely. And like I do as a yoga teacher, I really try to prioritize accessibility and simplicity. And so when I propose anything like, you know, this challenge or or other smaller things that I've done in the past, for me, it's important that they actually feel like something you can do. Like you look at every single thing on this list and you think, oh, I can totally do that. And it's not going to require that you completely reformat your life for yeah. this period of time which some things call for that complete reformatting. But, you know, in this case, I I feel like if we could get, let's say, 10,000 people doing these things in these last few weeks, that's definitely having at least some kind of positive energetic shift. And, you know, that smile or that reaching out or that cookie or that free coffee or whatever, I'm constantly reminded of how easy it is to kind of turn on a dime in terms of your mood. Mm-hmm. And when you either see someone doing these or you're the one doing them or you're the recipient of one of these things, I've just experienced it myself where someone has done the most minor thing or wrote me a little post-it note or something. And I go from feeling down in the dumps and, and kind of wanting to be a recluse into like, that's right, yeah. there, there is goodness. And so, yeah, like there's big things that we could all do in terms of activism. I also think that by making these things simple, accessible, and as you pointed out, easy to do with your family, I thought there's a greater likelihood that more people will participate. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. One more really great thing about this whole idea is that I can just remember for years just feeling like I wanted to really like, quote unquote, really give back and I didn't have the funds. I just didn't have the funds for a very, very, very long time for, you know, and when you're starting out in adulthood. So this is really nice too, because you don't have to have funds to do these things. You don't have to feel like, oh man, I can't give, you know, a thousand dollars to whatever. So you can't do anything. You actually can. And that was another priority for me in terms of accessibility for as many people as possible. This is the time of year when I, these are the times I wish I had endless millions of dollars. You know, these are the times it's when you can see what, if you had that much money, when you can see right in front of you, what you could be able to do with it. But alas, I'm not in that position. So yeah, it was also kind of drawing on, I want to do as much as I can with the amount of money that I have. So yeah, yeah, they're all pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, totally. Pretty small expenses, if any. Yeah. Okay. So are you going to post, so people should follow you on Facebook, right? Gina Caputo and on Instagram as well. Yeah, there but my on Instagram and Facebook my handle is Yogini on the Loose. 
And what I'm doing is I posted this originally at the beginning of the first week. And like you pointed out, it's totally fine if you're not on the right week. You can pick one that you skip or, or whatever, right? Yeah. It, it just any amount of it is fantastic. And then at the beginning of each week, I do a little reminder and I'm kind of having fun. There's an interesting quandary where it's like, I'm enjoying doing each of these things. And there's a part of me that wants to document it in the spirit of the movement. But then there's another part of me that feels a conflict in certainly being perceived as like, look at me and all my good deeds. So <laughs> necessary to post all of your good deeds. But I have to say, like, maybe to the degree that it reminds people that this is a fun challenge to be doing. So I took a picture of the gal, a gal that I bought a lunch for. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was fun. And I I did some trash just now right before our, our talk here. And I took a picture of it. And so yeah, like for me, it's delicate where I, I do want to show what it looks like to do it just in the spirit of the challenge. But I've definitely felt like, oh, I don't want to go overboard. So oh, Gina, you're you such a goody goody. You're such a goody goody. I, I really am. Always. Since I was a kid. Front really? row, baby. Right. Oh, that's so sweet. That's really sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it would be great if we could use, yeah, do, take photos and use the hashtag let's stay together yoga hashtag yoga off the mat because I think when you see other people doing it it just again makes us feel more connected and also can be a good reminder right also can be a good reminder of like oop, I was gonna do that today and yeah my friend Chelsea did it Chelsea I know you're gonna do it yeah so I'm gonna go out and do it exactly right like it's we need reminders like oh yeah that's right I'm doing the let's stay together challenge and yeah. And I would also recommend listening to Al Green as often as possible during this challenge 100%. to really keep you inspired. hundred <laughs> percent. If you wanted to like post a video of you doing a dance to Al Green, I mean, yes, we wouldn't be mad about it. It'd be I great. Better. Okay. I, I can get on that. I mean, that's a challenge I rise to. You bet, baby. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, I don't think I've played Al Green for Sophia yet. So there you go. There's going to be an introduction <gasps> to Al Green. She's listened to like a lot of punk music because of Jason. She's listened to a yeah. lot of R and B because of me, but not specific like a lot of Otis Redding, but not not Al Green. So there we go. We're promoting oh, Al Green simultaneously yeah. with this challenge. Yes, well, he deserves it. He does. He does. He does. <laughs> your agenda for Thanksgiving week? What's on your menu for Thanksgiving week? Oh, I'm just so glad you asked. Um, so I have th the last two years have really been about honoring truth within myself. And, and one of the truths I've come really clear on is I don't really care for Thanksgiving in terms of like the original celebration, because I think it was slightly misrepresented <laughs> historically. But then if we were to say, no, it's really a, a holiday about gratitude, I, I'm, I'm behind that. But then I was really honest with myself and I neither enjoy preparing 
the traditional Thanksgiving meal, nor do I particularly enjoy like all of those dishes in and of themselves. So I have been noticing that I have a slight obsession lately with tacos, uh, which I consider to be an extremely healthy obsession. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I've decided that I'm going to honor the traditional ingredients, but make it an all taco Thanksgiving. So like thanks tacos. And I will share with you and I encourage anyone who wants to, I'm doing two vegetarian Thanksgiving tacos and one that has turkey in it. So the turkey one is mashed potato, like imagine a mashed potato puree with shredded turkey that I'm going to cook carnita style. Mm. And then I'm going to put uh, jalapeno cranberry mm. sauce on that. Then the second one is going to be a sweet potato, mashed sweet potatoes, imagine a puree with a shredded roasted Brussels sprouts on top. And instead of the marshmallows, I'm doing a chipotle lime Greek yogurt crema on top of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm excited for that one. And then the last one, I decided to make stuffing out of masa. And I'm going to do like masa green bean stuffing and a mushroom gravy sauce on that one. Oh, that sounds so good. So good. And then and then pumpkin pie. We're doing pumpkin pie, like Straight not up. a taco. Pie. Straight up pumpkin yeah. pie. I have a really important question. I have a really important question. Are they yes. going to be hard taco shells or soft taco shells? Oh, soft taco soft shells. Taco the shells. corn, okay. yeah, mm-hmm. corn tortilla, soft taco shells, and then small, which I think is also kind of helpful with that overeating bloaty situation yeah. many of us experience. But I think it's just going to be fun. It'll be a little bit more playful, which I have to say Thanksgiving has never felt like when you consider the demands of all those dishes in a kitchen that can never hold all of that stuff. Yeah. There's a streamlining, there's a playfulness, there's a nod to tradition. And I think it'll be in general, I think it'll be more fun. And I promise to document it and, and share it's a, it's an experiment. So I can't guarantee this will work out, but it's sounding really good to me. It does sound, it sounds really good. I mean, I'm on board. I'm on the taco train myself. I'm a Californian now. I'm like officially, I've been here long enough that I'm officially a Californian. So I can't deny the tacos. And I like the variety. I like the fact that there's some of the traditional flavors, some new flavors, a little spicy flavors. It sounds really good. Are you going to have people assemble their own tacos or are you going to plate them for them? I think what I'm definitely going to do is the, like, um, I'll make a model taco of each of the types I just told you, and then maybe just let everybody do their own. So it's not, um, yeah, so it's interactive, which I think is really fun. And then people that like a lot of the jalapeno cranberry, they can load up and, you know, yeah, give yeah. everybody the ability to, to do their taco like they want it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I hope your husband's helping you with your menu. Oh, yeah. yeah, He's, yeah. He'll, he'll do things like peel all those god-awful potatoes and all that. So I'm very blessed. <laughs> so Jason is a great cook. He actually, like when we started dating, I would say unequivocally he was a better chef than I was. But his life in the past few years is just so much travel and he teaches at night a lot. So I've taken over and I, he says all the time, like, you are officially a better cook than me now. You're a better chef. But on Thanksgiving, you know, he's obviously always home on Thanksgiving and he gets super territorial about the cooking. It's kind of hilarious. He's always like, you chop that, 
you do that. You, and I'm like, um, excuse me, who made me sous chef all of a sudden? <laughs> right. You get cute. demoted on Thanksgiving. I get totally demoted. Yeah. I get totally demoted. But it's nice. It's nice to see him in the kitchen again. It'll be nice when he has more time to do that again, because it's one of his favorite things to do. So good. And I like also that it sounds like the tradition is meaningful to him. You know, it's important enough to get territorial. So yeah, that's true. I like that. Even if it doesn't mean anything to me, I love it when things mean something to people, you know? That is a really, you know what? I'm so, just for that little nugget, I'm so glad we had this conversation <laughs> because every Thanksgiving, I'm always looking at my mother like, oh my God, what is wrong with him? <laughs> because he just gets a little feisty about things. So I will remember he is getting feisty because he cares about it. He cares about, he cares about the butternut squash soup. He cares about those sweet potatoes he really does. He truly does. I'm going to go. Yeah. The mushroom stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. All those yes. Things. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Gina. It was great to talk to you. Thanks for, thanks for your ideas. Oh, it's so fun to talk to you. We, I could do it every day. I know. I know. I know. Me too. Me too. Maybe we'll figure out some future career where that can happen. I love it. Well, we could have a talk show or something. Oh my God. How, that's so easy. <laughs> it was right there. Why didn't I think of that? Well, yeah, it'd be like two feisty Italians or, or something like that. Talk oh, I'd and, love it. And then we could yoga. We could. Oh, yeah. And we could have special guests on. And then every episode would end in a meal. Totally. <laughs> or talking about our next meal, which is really more Italian than anything. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh, my dear. Oh. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, as always, for listening. As I said, we'd love to see any response to this challenge on Instagram just to kind of bring us all together more. You can use the hashtag Let's Stay Together, Yoga Off the Mat, Yoga Land Stories, and we will find each other and support each other in these efforts to make the world a better place. Have a wonderful holiday if you celebrate with whomever you are celebrating with love the ones you're with, as Gina said, and until next week, enjoy your practice.